0: A young couple, full of excitement, full of joy, sits in the the deep blue plaid seats of the doctor's office, and the doctor walks in and says to them that the prenatal blood results, those have come in, and she wants to share with them a few things. There's a couple things that they need to know, need to hear. And so after she goes through some of the more routine uh, statistics about the child they're carrying, then she says, but I also have to tell you something else. There's a 90% chance that your baby is going to be born with a chromosomal abnormality. And after she explains what that medical jargon means, she just tells them in very simple terms, more than likely your baby— We'll have down syndrome and stunned uh, a couple searches for questions to ask what are the what are the right questions to ask before they can even get a question out the doctor follows up and asks a question of her own do you want to terminate as in terminate the pregnancy Hasn't terminate that baby, that baby whose heartbeat they had heard in that very same doctor's office. A son visits his aging mother. He knew that her health was in decline, but he didn't realize how much so until this very last visit. The cancer prognosis has gotten worse. Hospice, palliative care is going to continue. And she doesn't want to suffer anymore. She doesn't want to struggle. She doesn't want to fight. Pain has become too much. She's confided in her at home nurse. And she's made a request of her nurse, she's asked that nurse to convince her son to give her some dignity, the dignity that she feels is slipping through her hands quickly. She's asked that nurse to convince her son to help her end her life. Now maybe you're wondering, why did I begin with those scenarios when this sermon series is supposed to be about you? New year, new you. Why did I bring up those scenarios which maybe have nothing to do with you? Maybe you've never experienced them. Maybe you have similar things. With those scenarios that I brought up, I made them up. But I do think that they echo and they mirror what we experience and see out in the world, in our culture, in our society. there are issues that have to do with the sanctity and the dignity and the value of life itself. And as Christians, they pose some complex and difficult questions. Complex and difficult questions that we need to have answers for. As Christians, we can't leave our world in the dark. We need to be the light. And so, what should a Christian do? What should a Christian say? Especially when it comes to the dignity, sanctity, and the value of life. And that's why I brought up those questions those scenarios, because as we think about the value of life and, and how we look at it as Christians, it's going to help us not only to look at life in general, but also our own lives and their value and how, then, we want to live our lives You know, as we think about what kind of a stand a Christian should take on these life issues, it isn't just about taking a stand to defend, but it's also about the support that we can give to our friends and our family and our neighbors and others that we meet as they wrestle with these difficult issues. And as we think about that stand, it'll help us to view our own lives. And so today, as we begin this worship series to think about the life that you can live in this new year, God's Word provides a foundation for the value of life itself. God's Word provides this foundation for the value of life all throughout, but we're going to see it as we take a look at The words that we heard from Isaiah chapter 49, which is where we hear the servant of the Lord speak. And this voice of the servant of the Lord, who's going to give us this foundation that helps us to process not only life issues, but our own life. That servant of the Lord is the one that God sent into this world with a very specific plan, a very specific purpose. It's the one whose birth we just celebrated— It's the one who, when he had grown up and began his ministry, John the Baptist pointed to and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And there's the key point. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. God sent Jesus to impact the world and every single life in it. And so at the close of that section, we heard God's own voice as he declares how Jesus' life and work changes every single life, including yours. God said, It is too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and to bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light For the Gentiles, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. As God here declared the far reaching extent of the work of his servant, that declaration means that every life is valuable. God says that Jesus. His servant was born not just for Israel, but for all, to the ends of the earth. Jesus, the Lamb of God, who was sacrificed on the cross, made that sacrifice not just for people who are white or black. Or brown or red or yellow, but for all. He came not only for the wealthy and the privileged, nor only for the poor and the oppressed and the underserved, but he came for all. He didn't come only for those who are planned or free from disease or free from challenges in their life. He came for all. He didn't come just for those who had the voice, the intellect, and the language to declare their faith and trust in him. He came for all. He didn't come for any subgroup based on how society artificially raises and lowers the value of life. If Jesus, the servant of God, this Lamb of God, if he came for any subgroup of the world, that would be far, far too small a thing. Jesus came for all. And John's words amplified this truth when he said, Look, the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sin of the world. God's servant came for all because every life is valuable. And so God desires that everyone receive this message of grace, everyone understand the value that their life has in God's own eyes, including you. And so no matter how you are coming into this new year, whether you are young or old, Whether you are injured or healthy, whether you are excited or exhausted, whether you are in your prime or you're way past your prime, it doesn't matter. Because the life that you will live in this new year matters. The life that you will live is valuable to God. God. God's redemption through Jesus Christ brings that value. Because no matter who you are, each one of you is a person for whom the Lord's servant came. Each one of you is a person whose sin the Lamb of God has taken away. And it's exactly that sin that ought to lower our value in the eyes of God, right? It's sin that ought to separate us from God, push us far away, make us undesirable, unvaluable to Him, and yet God declares your life worth much. Worth the very blood of the Lamb. But our modern society and our culture really demonstrates the true depravity of sin and what it does to our hearts and our minds. I wonder if you've noticed this cultural inconsistency that I've noticed. As you look out into the world, our culture, our society would say that we should be tolerant, right? Tolerant of every person, regardless of whatever choices they make with their life. Whether those choices are just strange or weird or downright base, immoral, ungodly, and unnatural. And yet that same culture, that same society, shows great intolerance for those who have not yet had any chance to make Any choice. Or for those who, because of disease or sickness, have very few choices left to make. And the value of their life, those who haven't made a choice, is lowered. And yet, it is frowned upon and blasted if you show any judgment towards anyone for the choices that they have made with their life. And so in this maddening and horrific irony, we will judge the worth and the value of a life that is unborn, that is handicapped or deteriorating, which was something that they did not choose But it's unacceptable to express any judgment on the life that one chooses. Sin warps our logic and our reasoning. Sin warps our hearts and our minds. And that is exactly why God's servant came. He came to restore our hearts and minds that have been warped by sin. He came to return us to God... And he does that through redemption. The buying back of our hearts and lives from the clutches of sin. That's how much God has determined your life was worth. That he would send his only son, his servant Jesus, to be your savior, to be the lamb of God, to give his life as that ransom payment for your own. And it's through that message of Jesus' sacrifice, it's through that message of his redemption, and through faith and trust in that, that then God works this restoration, this renewal in our own hearts and minds. And as we look at the truths that are expressed about the servant of the Lord in Isaiah 49, it's going to help us to consider how we can value our lives in the way that God values our lives. First of all, God has plans for every single life. From the moment we begin, even before that, Isaiah expressed this truth for Jesus when he said, when Jesus, the voice of Jesus says, Listen to me, you islands, hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, the Lord called me. From my mother's womb, he has spoken my name. God called his servant to a plan And a purpose. And that plan began in the little town of Bethlehem with that baby laid to rest in a manger bed. That plan was carried forth when he grew older and began his ministry. And John the Baptist said, look, the Lamb of God. That purpose was accomplished as the Lamb of God went to the cross and he suffered. He carried our guilt and our sins there to the cross and he died for us. That plan always contained an empty tomb and a resurrection and a new life that you now get to live through faith in Jesus. A life of the utmost value. And God also has plans for your life from before you were born plans that include 2023 this new year and what lies before you in it god also has called you by name and that phrase that's translated he has spoken my name it, it could also be translated he has remembered my name remembering someone's name shows value right you don't, you don't remember the name of, of a stranger that you're never going to see again, but someone that you want to be your friend, someone important to you, your family, you'll remember their name. God speaks your name. God remembers your name. He has written it down in his book of life. And he has plans and purposes for you. God desires to display his glory and his splendor in and through your life, whether that is through earthly successes or through the challenges and the weaknesses that display his grace and his power. And maybe you've been disappointed or frustrated with your life. Do you know that the servant of God was also disappointed and frustrated? He says, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing at all. And Jesus was frustrated and disappointed. And it makes sense, right? Because his words and promises were rejected, turned aside. His own people lose their faith, they walk away, stop following him. The world continues to dive deeper into depravity and immorality and instability. His amazing artistry crafted in creation itself is denied. His name abused, abhorred. The value of life is undermined. Precious souls devalued. And in the face of immorality, sometimes God's own people, they remain silent. We could understand why Jesus would be frustrated and disappointed. And so if Jesus was frustrated and disappointed, then is it any surprise that we, as we follow him, we might be frustrated and disappointed? And yet there's a greater truth, a truth that you can focus on in this new year. The truth that the servant of the Lord expresses when he says, yet what is due me, is in the Lord's hand and my reward is with my God. Now think about what Jesus reward was. It was you for all eternity and it was delivered by God according to his promises. And because you have been redeemed by the blood of the lamb, you too have a reward with God, your heavenly Father. And so as you begin this new year, if you feel like your life has been in vain, if you feel exhausted, if you feel tired, I encourage you to find renewed energy in your redemption. To see how your redemption, as a blood-bought soul of Jesus, the Lamb of God, how that gives you energy because you have a reward with your Lord in heaven. What is due you for Jesus' sake, is in God's hands. The labor of God's servant was for the salvation of all, to return and restore, and his labor gives value to your life, to your year. And this is the foundation on which we're going to build throughout this series. This is the foundation that we can build our lives. That a redeemed life is a life worth living and worth living well. And perhaps you've had to wrestle with some life issues. Perhaps you've had to make some choices. And maybe you recognize that those choices were not consistent with God's word. Those choices didn't recognize the value that God himself places on life. Maybe there's guilt and fear that crushes you because of those choices. Know this. Jesus, the Lamb of God, the Lord's servant, did not come for those who always made the right choice. That would be far, far too small a thing. Jesus, the Lamb of God, the Lord's servant, he came for all of us who have ever made the wrong choice. He's taken our wrong choices upon himself, our guilt and our fear, and he has taken it to his cross. And he has washed us clean in his own blood. He has bought us back from our wrong choices, redeemed our lives and given it incredible value. And that foundation allows us to say something that this world cannot say. That foundation allows us to turn to that young couple and to tell them that God can work good. He can work joy, even through and out of their present sorrow. That their baby is precious in his sight because their baby is a soul redeemed by the Lamb of God. That foundation allows us to provide comfort with conviction and compassion. A comfort that we can give to that aging mother who's ready to go home. To tell her that her life has dignity in the eyes of God. When she's ready to be done with the struggle, when she's frustrated by the pain and the suffering, to know that there is a place that is free from all of that and that God smiles as she waits patiently for him to call her home to that. Because she too is a soul redeemed by the Lamb of God. And it's this foundation, the redemption by the Lamb of God, that allows us to be a light, to carry God's salvation to the ends of the earth, to declare that Jesus, the Lamb of God, brings incredible value to life through his blood. He gives value to all life, every life, your life, and the life that you will live in this new year.